0: How do you go about purchasing a new Windows machine? I'm, I'm not talking about Macs or Macbooks or even Chromebooks. The topic sort of came up because Microsoft released a new batch of uh, Surface laptop hardware and honestly, <laughs> they look pretty awesome. Uh, but I'm not the most qualified to talk about the specs and and all that jazz. I'll give my opinion as a as a layman in the in the tech uh, world. But it got me thinking. How do you buy a Windows machine? And and here's where I'm coming from. I am. Personally a Apple user. I prefer Macs of course. I used it all through college and uh, even before that in high school I I had an iMac but Hey, it's a reality of the world a lot of uh, enterprise and and, and corporate uh, jobs uh, and careers require windows and, and office suites and you have to get accustomed to it you have to learn it and embrace it. And well, I ended up buying a, a Windows machine. I purchased a desktop replacement laptop. It's a, a workhorse. <laughs> it's an HP uh, NV17 workstation laptop. There's a model number attached there. But now that laptop is, well, it's coming to the end of its life cycle. I've been looking for a Windows replacement. Laptop to go ahead and upgrade to, and of course have a MacBook alongside that. I am waiting for the Apple Silicon Macs, just as a point of reference there. So I've been researching Windows machines. I've been thinking about getting a mini desktop or a laptop. I currently have monitors and keyboards set up and the laptop tucked away. Uh, because we've been working from home, the laptop is beginning to show its age. And so today's announcement by Microsoft to announce these more affordable and honestly really nice looking laptops perk my ears up. The the reason is simple. I've been searching around different OEMs and even the Microsoft Surface options and I'm running into a wall because I don't know which manufacturer to pick. I am a strong believer in hardware and software integration. It just it just comes down to a trust factor for me. And I admire what Microsoft is doing with the Surface lineup. Trust me, that is at the top of the list for my next purchase for a, a PC replacement. But of course, I I have to do my research, my due diligence to make sure there isn't something else on the market. And everything I've been seeing just doesn't do it for me. And, And I don't mean that as a disrespectful take on OEMs. It's just when you look at the offerings that other manufacturers bring, HP, Dell, Asus, Acer, Lenovo, etc., you start to realize that a lot of these come with bloatware and the specs don't really match the hardware and uh, I want something that that feels nice, it's gonna last me a, a few years uh, It has ports or I have the ability to obviously put dongles on there uh, with a hub or something And so I just started wondering, you know, how do people go about making their purchasing decisions when it comes to Windows laptops. And again, not talking about Macs or Chromebooks. Those are pretty straightforward Chromebooks. Everything I've pretty much heard people say is, well, what's the most affordable one <laughs> at the moment, with a screen that you can at least look at for you know two to three hours. So, not talking about that. MacBook pretty much comes down to what kind of work are you gonna do? Are you a student or doing um, heavy editing jobs <laughs> for for your career? These new uh, Windows Surface laptops that were just released this week got me intrigued because they look like little workhorses. And I started digging into them. And of course I knew that the lower price point might mean that they have lower specs. I I was uh, expecting that going in. My point is that I would love to see a tighter integration of manufacturers where we can trust the hardware and software being created by the same people, we are definitely starting to see a trend moving that way. I think it's it's hard not to argue that Apple paved that way for other uh, companies to do so. Uh, Google has started releasing, obviously, their own Pixel line of phones. Uh, they were sort of testing it out with the nexus line a couple years back they have the pixel book go which is a, a lovely little little chromebook maybe a little overpriced but it's a premium that, that uh, i think a lot of people are willing to pay for that trust and microsoft of course now for a few years has been pushing their surface uh, products, both laptops, desktops, uh, and now even handheld devices or phones, productivity <laughs> devices, whatever you, you'd like to to officially quote-unquote call them, it, it sort of creates the question, you know, where does that leave the OEMs? What are, what are they going to have to do to step up their game or step up their trust? And Again, I'm not oblivious to the fact that the third-party OEMs are the most popular, best-selling products out there, and uh, they just flood the market. I have nothing against them. They're they're good machines. I just personally, and, and I wonder if other folks out there, you listening to this feel the same way, where you want that trust, and it's difficult to have that trust when you have so many hands in the same pot to use a very outdated uh, metaphor. Now we have seen other companies in the space, uh, like Intel, introduce Project uh, Athena, which I now believe they're calling Project Evo or just Evo, where essentially it's a standards-based system of what OEMs should produce to carry their chips. It essentially comes down to, let's standardize an X number of battery hour usage or a Y number of performance output or Z number of overall RAM whatever the case may be. Again, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the the spec head expert but you get the idea. There's a certain standardization where you know what you're getting when you buy it. And I think it's a first step, but there's still, like I said before, so many hands in the pot. And I know you're yelling in your head, but competition is good, we want competition. Yes, I, I completely agree with you. And I am glad that there are you know dozens of manufacturers out there seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work. But it's just one big test petri dish, and us consumers are left a bit confused. And for those of us that don't know what RAM is, or what GB means on the box, yes, those people exist. They think that a higher GB count means a faster computer. Well, well, no, that's, <laughs> that's the... Speak to your consumers at a level that they know. And that's why the Evo project, the Surface products, the Pixel products, the Apple products, those are things that speak to consumers. Notice how Apple doesn't say, well, you know, we have X amount of milliamp hours in the battery. No, they say this is gonna last you uh, 11 hours on, on a charge, uh, give or take your amount of usage uh, per charge. It's translated into simple English. And I think that's where the disconnect happens between the super minds of engineering that create these products Again, I wish I had their minds, but this, this super higher level of speaking tech does not translate to the person who is actually purchasing these machines. How does a parent with no knowledge base of... PCs or computers in general buy the best laptop for their child now that we're all working and studying from home if they don't know what all the texts and the numbers and uh, the uh, the acronyms and abbreviations mean make it simple and so I go back to my original question how do you go about choosing a machine and I guess this has kind of gone into now a bigger picture <laughs> in the space as a whole and more of a conversation of how can manufacturers communicate to consumers that this is the product that they need or want and should buy at that very moment. Again this all stemmed from the release of the new less expensive surface hardware that was just released uh, about two days ago today's uh, october 2nd so i believe it was september 30th that uh, it was released but anyway I'll, I'll go ahead and wrap that up that's uh <laughs> we'll, we'll keep this a short one but it was a it was a thought that's just been bugging me especially since i'm currently going through that uh, purchase cycle <laughs> in in my life as well uh, so I'm probably gonna end up buying one of the Surface laptops, probably just the the Surface Laptop 3, unless they go ahead and update the internals here soon, uh, just for work, but let me know what you think. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Gabriel T. Black. Uh, I'll go ahead and have this uh, link up there on my on my Twitter, and uh, of course you can find me on YouTube, just search Gabriel T. Black as well. You'll see all the links um, on the Twitter page as well. But I'm I'm incredibly curious on what your thoughts are. I would love to hear uh, uh, some perspectives on this, Um, especially for those of you who have a lot of experience maybe buying for corporations or uh, whatever the case may be. And just, just to put this out there, I am not speaking to the PC Master Race (laughs) folks out there. I love you, I respect you, but I'm not talking about going out and building your own machine and your own rig and saving tons of money because, well, that's what it does and you're gonna get the top specs. I'm I'm not talking to you. Sorry, guys. But yeah, please let me know. I'm curious what you think and uh, hope you enjoyed it. And uh, I'll see you on the next one. Take care. Have a good one.